Welcome, family, to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. Thank you very much for tuning in. If if you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, then go ahead and click that subscribe button so that you can be notified when we upload a new video. If you are already subscribed, then please give the video a like and share this video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. This podcast is available in three forms, audio, video, and a written transcript in order for us to reach our audience. I'm also, I also cite all of my sources under show and prove on my Medium page, which is where I post my transcript. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue during COVID-19. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services, all for free. We need your help now more than ever. Our film project, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins, is funded by the Black Grassroots and the Global Black Family. I'm working with a shoestring budget as our community continues to grow. Our operational costs will also grow. If you got any value from our content this year, please consider supporting our film project in three ways. They are as follows. Through our virtual store, we provide merch, merchandise such as COVID face masks, coffee mugs, posters, handbags, and t-shirts. All the proceeds will go towards our film project. Two, through our PayPal page, Rakai of Chicago, which is the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, is a faith-based community advocacy organization. Donate Donations can be used as a tax write-off for U.S. citizens because this is a legal 501c3 nonprofit organization. Three, you can also support our film project by purchasing my revised book, quote, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, second edition, which is available on my Amazon author page. I provide each website on on my transcript under show and prove. You can you can also find each website on my YouTube channel under about section. When you're supporting our YouTube channel or our podcast, you're supporting an independent black network which will eventually employ black people in our films, stage plays, and in our actual business. We're going to start getting things done. We need 
to own and control institutions in our neighborhoods. If you are un, unable to participate on the show, no worries. After the show, I upload my video podcast on my YouTube channel and on my Anchor page. When you have a moment, please watch my latest video podcast. Leave a public comment on in the section on my YouTube chat page and on my Facebook page about the topic. Please share my information with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Before I go into my presentation, I would like to remind our listeners to please mark your calendars for November 10th, 2021. We will be celebrating the Grassroots Community Activist Movement 30th anniversary. If if interested in participating on the show, then send me your email address to my Facebook inbox. The topic for today, unite or perish. Who is your allegiance to? Black empowerment or the financial elite's agenda? My message to black immigrants in America and the global black family. If you're gonna, if you're going to immigrate to America, you need to know your color is your group. Many of you are coming over here and separating yourselves from black Americans. When you separate yourself from black Americans, you are setting yourself up to be soft targets. Some of you are are also trying to bring your tribalism over here. It failed in your country or island. If it was successful, then you would not have left and come over here. You are abandoning your countries while the Arabs, Chinese, East Indians, and Europeans are coming over there, buying up the real estate and taking all of the natural resources. As we watch the events which happened on the border where Haitians were being deported, all of us all of a sudden, everyone started looking at black Americans. Like I said on my last podcast, we're past the era of warning. Now we have entered into the era of consequences. So many black immigrants that came to America separate themselves from black Americans. Our allies were people back in the day like Marcus Garvey and Skokie Carmichael who came over here to fight systematic racism and white supremacy in order for us to build a global coalition. Unfortunately, too many black immigrants today don't want to build with us. Instead, they want to come over here to undermine us and antagonize us. People like Roland Martin, Candace Owen, and Joyce Reed are constantly putting down black Americans. This is not cool at all. In fact, It was black Americans who have fought and died to make it possible to have black immigrants to travel to this nation. Black immigrants from Africa and the Caribbeans are benefiting from the struggle, from our struggle, yet in Gambia, there is no benefit for the diaspora. In other words, in order to apply for citizenship, we would have to wait 15 years. This is unacceptable. And Grakam will not be going to Gambia anytime soon. 
Where is our seat at the African Union? There is no African demand demanding a DACA plan for black Americans or descendants of American slaves in Africa. The lack of sacrifice from black immigrants is real is a real problem. We supported black immigrants coming to America all of a sudden when black Americans or descendants of American slaves start pushing for reparations for only our group, black immigrants became hostile towards us. We are looked upon as foreigners by continental Africans, not as displaced Africans. Those of us who are woke are trying to come back to our ancestral homeland, which is Africa. However, if you want us to support you, your rights on American soil, then you all at the grassroots level need to support our rights on African soil and the Caribbean soil. This works both ways. First, we had white supremacists who exploited our labor. Now we have black immigrants who are coming over here trying to exploit us. Well, the buck stops here. The grassroots community activist movement is changing the narrative from hope, change, and integration to black empowerment and black first. Africans abroad need to support black Americans or descendants of American slaves. Many of us want dual citizenship. The grassroots community activist Institute of Africa wants to set up chapters in at least 10 African nations that will that we will visit during our African tours. We want to work with African governments to help to help speed up citizenship um, the process between I would say five five years or less in, ex, in exchange for our talents and skills. We also want equal rights just like other African citizens. We want to invest in African countries on an equal basis and equal footing. Black Americans spending power as a collective is $1 trillion. And so, you know, Africa needs that money to help, you know, um, build up uh, its uh, infrastructure. And that's what we want to do uh, through this uh, business that I'm trying to get started here in America first for credibility. Our investment would help improve the African economy. We want to help. Um, we want to have a prosperous business development in order to address agricultural technology, uh, creating alternative energy such as wind and solar, solving rolling blackouts and water filtration in West Africa. We want to learn the language and culture of each country that we visit and make our presence known in them. We would like to recommend a public holiday to commemorate our ancestors' journey. We want to be included in the African Constitution. Citizenship is not just about having a passport, it's about financial security. If black Americans and Africans don't get it together by not unifying, then if we lose Africa, 
we lose everything and our children will end up paying the consequences. For example, I provide a video under Show and Prove entitled Why um, Zambia is a Chinese colony. You have Asian restaurants in Africa that is discriminating against Africans in their own country. What kind of sense does this make? You will never see an African restaurant discriminating against Chinese in China. You also have um, Chinese um, in Parliament in South Africa, yet you will never see an African in the uh, China government or in the, in their Parliament. I'm just saying. It was black Americans slash descendants of American slaves from the civil rights era who inspired African leaders to push for independence from colonial rule. Do the research. Um, Pan-Africanism is a global movement that aimed to encourage and strengthen bonds of solidarity between all diaspora ethnic groups of African descent based on a common goal dating back to the Atlantic slave trade. The movement extend, extends beyond continental Africans with a, with a sub, sub, substantial support base among the Af African diaspora in the Americas and Europe. Pan-Africanism can be said to have its origins in the struggle of the African people against enslavement and colonization. And this struggle may be traced back to the first resistance on slave ships, rebellions, and suicides. Pan-Africanism is a belief that African people, both on the continent and in the diaspora, share not merely a common history, but a common destiny. Pan-Africanism uh, intellectual, cultural, and political movements tend to view all Africans and descendants of Africa as belonging to a single race and or share cultural unity. Pan-Africanism holds a sense of a shared historical fate for Afri Africans in America, West Indies, and on the continent. Pan-African thought influenced the establishment of the Organization of African Unity. Pan-Africanism stressed the need for collective self-reliance. Pan-Africanism exists as a governmental and grassroots objective. The main Pan-African leaders were Dr. Kwame, Robert Mugabe, Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, and Nelson Mandela, just to name a few. Pan-Africanism believed that solidarity will enable the, the continent to fulfill its potential to independence, provide for all its people, and all African alliance would empower African people globally. Advocates of Pan-Africanism often champion social principles and tend to be opposed to 
external political and economic involvement on the continent. Pan-Africanism is about supporting all Africans for the good of Africans. Africans in Africa don't see themselves as black. They view themselves as a member of a tribe. We will work with our African brothers and sisters to move past tribalism for the sake of Africa's future. Unlike FBA, the Foundation of Black Americans or adults, black, um, I mean, American descendants of slavery, Cam still wants to extend a hand of friendship with you while we still have a grace period. The grassroots community activist movement is based on my experience. This is what makes Cam different from other black organizations. We will create our own barter system with African nations and Caribbean nations. We will be about connecting with black people, African people, Caribbean people, and others who are interested in fair trade. This is how you build an economy. We're all going to be on coal because we know that we need each other. I am on a shoestring budget. That's why my focus is on getting this film fully funded and made. We welcome non-black sympathizers, however, we will be using an Afrocentric perspective, and black people must build it and own it. After all, this is for black people. My message to black Americans, black millennials, people on my friends list, and members of Kirkham. Since January of this year, 2021, I have been doing my best to encourage people on my friends list and people in my social groups to participate on the show. I understand that many of you are working parents and and or returning back to school, but, e- but even if you are unable to participate on the show, all I ask is that when you have a moment, please leave a comment about the topic, good or bad, and share with your friends. I usually get less than 10 people to leave a comment. So far, we have raised $900 for our film project. Our goal is to obtain $500,000 in order to make a statement that we are serious about making a quality black empowerment film so that we can reach the black masses beyond cyberspace. Some of my critics say that selling a book is a scam. People who talk like that, they are usually uneducated and we don't want to get ourselves uh, caught up with negative people in this organization. If you're not going to hear anything about, you're not going to hear anything about me running the scam. I don't operate that way. Some of my critics say that I don't like being tested. I have been on Facebook for 17 years, doing my best to connect with other like-minded black people from around the the globe Um, for, for us to not only talk about the issues facing our community on a local, national, and international level, but I want to solve our social problems starting in my own city, and that's here in the city of Chicago. 
I'm, re I'm receiving pushback, not from white people, but from our own people. For on my Facebook page, I have 1,467 people. Only a handful of people are participating on the show. What is wrong with this picture? 17 years is a jail sentence. My message has become, has been constant. I may paraphrase here and there, but my message is always on point. If Black America was serious about a solution, then my revised book would have been on the bestsellers list by now, and we would have, we would not even have to be doing a film, but it is what it is. Since Black America has rejected my vision and plan for the past 29 years, going on 30 years, my organization will be membership-based. None of my members would never have to endure unnecessary rejection and humiliation, just like what I'm going through for trying to do something positive in the black community. Our children are the ones who are suffering unnecessary casualties because of this Willie Lynch mentality within black society. Because I lack little or to no support from black America, I, I am unable to do my job. All I can do at this point is pray and watch how children die in the streets of Chicago and across the America. And I want to do more than that. That's how come, you know, I'm um, very serious about just trying to get this film project um, fully funded and made because unfortunately a lot of our people don't like to read and that's just how it is. So, you know, I, I want to be able to reach people, especially black people, because this is to help our youth. And I'm not just talking about these issues. I mean, you know, I have a vision and I have a plan. But I need um, to be able to be in a position where I can turn these ideas into action. That's why I wrote the book. I wrote the vision and made it plain. Before we can, before we can discuss uniting, we have to separate ourselves from the enemy within. After slavery, once our ancestors left those plantations, the backstabbers, sellouts, and coons left with us. Once we obtain property in Chicago, then Grecam will become Grecam Chicago, which is the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. All of our local members will be screened, submit to a criminal background check, attend our mandatory orientation, and sign a community pledge, no exceptions. We also require our members' thumbprint to be placed in our database so that we can keep tabs on who's doing what within the business because we don't want freeloaders. Everybody's going to have to carry their weight. This is going to be um, mutual benefits um, for the members. We will offer a second chance program for ex-offenders for nonviolent crimes, former gang members, no hardened criminals, no active gang members, no urban terrorists, no pedophiles, and no half-steppers allowed in my organization. This is how I get down, and this is what I want to be remembered for, trying to do something, not just sitting up here complaining about the white men and the government, trying to move behind this computer. But, you know, this Willie Lynch mentality is strong, so once I get this organization, um, you know, through the film, the proceeds from that would put me in a better position so I can do all the stuff which I uh, talk about. And I, one of the things I want to do is declare war on this Willie Lynch mentality. 
um, within the black culture through this business. In this business, I want us to reconnect with our middle class black professionals. Many of them don't want to deal with people in the inner cities due to urban terrorists who is killing our youth, um, extorting um, businesses in the community, and also the high crime rate. For example, Nipsey Hussle, he was trying to give back to the community and ended up being murdered by an urban terrorist. I, and not just him, many others. I would like to create satellite communities within the inner cities of Chicago and replicate it in at least five cities in America so that we can produce um, qualified black laborers who will build industries and create jobs for our youth before I t turn the business over to qualified black middle class professionals and take my talents and skills to South Africa. Because again, you know, I feel like my um, talents and skills will be used more effective over there. Um, over there on the continent, they have an issue as well. And that's called um, um, colonized mindset. So because they was not enslaved and they were able to uh, keep uh, their language and their culture, but um, the colonized mindset is the notion that the West, which is um, America, Europe, and Canada, those countries, um, they're more superior than African culture. That's what, you know, the colonized mindset is, and we want to come against that. We want our people to heal from that as well as from this Willie Lynch mentality. So that's what this organization is going to do. We want to be able to heal first. We can't even consider uh, fighting white supremacy at this point because too many of our people are just, you know, um, we're affected by colonization and enslavement. Um, Those who refuse to be part of us, we, we will show them, um, we will pray for them, we will show them tough love, and keep it moving. If they want to be annihilated, that's on them. My message to black militant integrationists, Dr. King and our grandparents, they were wrong. Integration did not help us as a, as a group. It only benefited the dominant society. As a result, we have fewer black businesses than we had during the civil rights era. Don't take my word for it, do the research. Malcolm X, he was also wrong. Separation from American culture could, could never happen when you're living on American soil because, because of um, this uh, this um, little clause in the law called eminent domain, which means the financial elite has the right to um, expropriate private property for the for the public use. This is why the financial elites have created expressways through black neighborhoods. Do the research. Also, ever since. Um, Black Wall Street 
was destroyed, there has never been another in America. The George Floyd um, police policing act still has not been approved yet. The Asian hate crime bill has been approved in less than a year. Black Americans are not safe in America due to this Willie Lynch um, mentality um, among, among us. You have to keep telling black people to support black businesses because many of them are patronizing all these other groups and businesses but can't support um, people like myself who's trying to do something positive uh, in the black community and for our people uh, on a national, on a local, national, and international level, uh, it doesn't make sense. The Breonna Taylor case is a perfect example of why black people need to think fast about making a connection with our African brothers and sisters while we still have uh, a grace period. We are unable to stop road cops from entering our homes and killing us without any consequences because of qualified immunity. We live in a country where it is engineered to accept those who are working against our interests. The financial elites have adopted the art of recruiting black people to undermine us. The best example is the Congressional Black Caucus who have been playing this divide and conquer with us for the longest. The dominant uh, society is on cold with their agenda of turning a blind eye to non-justice happening to us. When black people participate in the political process, process and don't demand any tangibles for our vote, then this is the outcome. Things like this happens when, with the 